You're listening to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of toyphotographers.com. On this show, we talk to people around the world who are turning Lego, action figures, miniatures, custom creations, and more into amazing works of art. Hi, my name is Christine Alexanderson, and I'm doing a series about aspects of photography. And my producer, Shelley Corbett, and me, we have planned this series and we have spotted some photographers that we really want to talk closer to and dive really through their photography. And on the other side of my screen, I have Astrid. In Swedish, we say Astrid. It must be the same in German. Welcome, Astrid. Hi, Christine. <laughs> How are you? to talk to you. It's, um, it's a great honor. Thank you for the chance to be part of the podcast again of Toy Photographers. And yeah, and li- I listened to your talk with James and I really loved it. I thought it was so nice to hear you talk about your photography and the story behind it. So I thought, from my point of view, you're kind of a kindred spirit. When I see your images, I see it's much play and humor and fun and great technical knowledge especially about light but before we dive into that I would like to do one of those questions everybody talks about lenses and cameras what kind of camera and what kind of lens do you use at the moment I use a full frame camera Sony yeah and I use a macro lens in a 100 millimeter Canon lens because um, I switched from Canon to Sony and um, I love uh, the full frame format because um, I can I have so many details and when I print my um, pictures I see all the details and it's um, I love it more than um, mobile phone I photographed uh, last year. So much of your work earlier is with a mobile phone. All, all of my um, private photography is uh, it's it's all with a mobile phone. Yes, I'm super impressed because I even I don't even know how to use a mobile phone as a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and for the uh, mini um, mini figures, I, I need a macro lens. Yeah, they are so tiny and um, there's no chance uh, with a uh, 50 or 35 millimeter um, lens. <laughs> yeah, I think we have that too. I think many of us as photographers, you have this control freak aspect of our of our style especially we who works with small tiny motors we want to have in control but i would say that's looking at your photography i would say you are a master of controlling the light the figures the scene uh, the fun would you say the same no, <laughs> no. <laughs> i have to develop myself <laughs> all the time and all the time and Yes, I'm satisfied with a lot of uh, my pictures, but um, there are um, many pictures I do not post. I'm not satisfied with, uh, and um, when I look at them and ask myself, so why do you do this or why did you do that? And um, yes, I I want to become better with every picture. Yeah, let's let's work. What is it you want to be 
do better? Because when I look at your work, it seems like you are in control of everything. The light, the figures, the scene, the idea. Give me some hints. I did a picture. I deleted it. I had a minifigure hmm? that uh, was a frozen ice block. Yeah. And um, then I um, took two other mini little mini figures um, that um, rescue this frozen image. I want to be those two in action. They um, uh, would be perfect if one on the right side and it's over the iceberg and um, the other stands on the left side and they both are in action. And when I saw the picture at the end, I don't have the feel, feeling they are in action um, because I don't post them right. Um, the legs are not in the right, the hand is not correctly. And then I uh, thought by myself, oh, we have to learn that. We have, we have to learn that. No, I can't do it better, so I have to decide. I have to decide: will I go on and learn, or not? And I decided to. It's not my way. So, when you start with an image like that, do you have a clear idea in your head to begin with, or do you start by sketching? I know that you draw, so I have seen that you draw. I want to know more about the creative aspect. How do you actually come up with an idea for an image? Oh, that's um, that's a process. Uh, at the beginning, mostly there's a, a word or an idea or a prop or a figure I love. And yes, you're right. I'm sketching. I'm sketching all the time. I'm a really bad sketcher, so <laughs> I, I need an app on my. You're so modest. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I use paper 53 and um, that's, uh, for me it's perfect because I can delete as often as I like. And then um, I, I started always with a mind map. I, I write the word in the middle of the paper and then, I, then I'm looking for, um, for props that will fit um, to the theme or I, I sketch my ideas immediately. I do a Google investigation and look for uh, for the meaning of the word and uh, I, I look for uh, other pics from uh, other photographers yeah. uh, and uh, uh, this app is perfect for me because I can take screenshots and add these pictures or definitions or something else all in the, in the, in the paper. And that sorts my ideas. And um, step by step, I, I get focused on one idea. And um, at the same time, I open these um, mind maps, open my mind, because I get new ideas. Mm -hmm. And um, then I build uh, the scene for the first time, inside or outside. And if I go outside, I prepare all the scene at home at my table. Scene are, for example, a little a boat with uh, two Lego minifigures or something else. And I take these whole theme and then I go and look for a perfect place outside. The other ways I work at home at my um, photo table. And um, 
when I, I build up the scene and um, I, I look, uh, I have a look through my camera and my micro lens and um, then I play the figures again because um, when I take um, the first pictures, mostly one, two, three, or, and I bring them on my iPad and have a second look place my figures again <laughs> and um, that's the point you asked where where from where are my jokes and that's all that's the moment where I put in the joke or the surprise in my picture that moment I I had seen the picture on the yeah. screen and then um, asked myself what uh, would be a little surprise like a, yeah that's the, the jokes or the surprise is always um, the result of a creative process. But it comes rather late in the process. You don't have the, the, the joke in the beginning. So you start with something that you really think this would be fun to play around with. Yes. You, you kind of work around and mock up it and then you find the, the create or the, the fun part you want to portray. That's right. Yeah, I'm. I'm so. Imp- I'm always so impressed with people that are funny in the photography because you're really spot on. Just painting a golf ball or playing around with a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and most uh, not not always, but most of the time, if the scene is a little bit more complex, at the end of the process, I I add some visual joke and sometimes like the golf ball <laughs> yeah the face on it i that's uh, the idea from the beginning i know i will do that i have a yin and yang sign yeah yeah i love that yeah. as well <laughs> this was was more the challenge on instagram i i worked a long time with this sign and don't know what to do and at the end i thought okay just Take your painter and paint a, a smile. And I laugh. I, I like to smile by myself, and I know others will laugh. Well, will will smile too. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really nice way to connect to me as a viewer. You make me smile. I like your images. They are they are easy to read, but they are always with a twist. There is always always something that I have to think about in it even though it seems so so easy to to get the joke to begin with but but the the when in the mock-ups um, phase you look at a lot of pictures do you look at toy photography or do you look at pictures all around or what kind of inspiration do you draw from picture picture wise um, on Instagram I'm looking mostly at toy photographers yeah Mm-hmm. Yes, but um, that's not all. I'm interested in a lot of um, photographers. Um, one of my favorite photographers who inspires me all the time is Steve McCurry. Do you know Steve McCurry? No. He's a street photographer and he's, um, his, his photography is always colorful. Oh. Yeah, it's it's all about the story. I love that, and um, I heard um, a speech of him some years ago, and uh, he's um, uh, he's a great man, and I love how he talked about people and 
and his experiences, yes, and he's very, very well in color. I'm inspired by architecture too. Um, Antonio Gaudi. Yes. I visited his um, church, the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> the never-ending <laughs> building. Yes, the never-ending building. There's so much nature in this building, and it's so amazing that a single man has such a fantasy uh, to build um, a church. It's yeah, I'm, I admire his work, uh, but uh, there are other modern um, art architects like Frank Gehry. Do you know Frank Gehry? Yes. Yes, um, I visited his Guggenheim museum built in um, Bilbao a few years ago, and it's it's impressive um, how yeah. how he um, built this museum in the landscape and put all the details of the landscape in, into the museum and um, that's, for me, that's inspiring. You don't see that in my, maybe you don't see that in my photography, but it's in my mind. The clearness, the architecture and um, the composition and, yeah, all that. But, but I'm also interested in nature. I'm, I'm a florist. florist. Yes, I'm not working as a florist, but I'm always feeling like a florist. So I'm absolutely in love with nature, all kinds of nature. And uh, nature inspires me every day. Yeah, can I, but I can see that architecture and placing stuff in the room, the details, really like putting focus on the... I'm not a, a detailed person. My, my, my images are always... Um, and now I'm putting my own... In my own image of, of a German photography, like you're kind of precise, you're exact, you're having, you are in control. And maybe when I look at your work, and you make me think about German photographers like the, the Becher and Gursky, and, and really the control, and really having the room, the whole frame in control. Yeah, when you talk about Gursky, yes, I love this word too. I work because uh, he he makes pictures um, that um, yeah he he he's editing a lot of his pictures. Yes, he is. Know that and he did a um, did pictures of uh, the mining the miners in uh, the middle of Germany, and he he has a high density in his uh, pictures because he adds elements um, that makes um, the pictures um, very strong and the story is very strong. You look at the picture and you, uh, the picture tells the whole life of a generation or of a of, thesis uh, student uh, of uh, Becher's. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> For me, there's a red line in German photography between Becher and Gurtzky, and, and then it's Astrid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's uh, no, no. I'm a, I'm a tiny light. <laughs> yes. Um, Becher's um, are perfect in control, too. They, they control all yeah. circumstances, and they... They did a great uh, documentary of um, buildings, but uh, for, for me, they are too. It's 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 a lot of 
was too much of it. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? You just started by telling us that you are you are a photographer that wants everything in control. <laughs> That's right, but maybe <laughs> but, but they climbed up. Uh, they they look for the right weather. It must be cloudy. Then they climbed up on. Um, industrial buildings to get a picture of another industrial um, building and uh, no that's not me um, I, I love my photo table at home and uh, I love my photo places around my home <laughs> but it, it, the, the, the difference isn't it, the difference may be in in the motive but but I think there is a, a lot of control in your work you're really working with the small details working in the focus of to make it in control to actually have the whole frame and the whole situation in control i would say that you come in that and you have control of the light you have control of your studio you can see this this is a really expert in in doing photography she knows her skills she knows her handcraft this photographer she yeah. isn't just doing yeah. this on the left hand she's done a lot of work yeah that's right yes I, I control colors, I control overlapping lines, I control the difference uh, in sizes, <coughs> I add and sharp and blurred areas, I add clear and cloudy colors, I, yes, you're right, I'm, yeah. I'm a control freak. <laughs> yeah, you, you are, you're a master in details, you're mastering the small settings and the master of doing as putting a smile on the viewers with small details i really think that's amazing if you you know that i love your series with the female uh, miners could you give me some insights about your connection to portrait photography the thought behind that series i think it's one of the best i have seen in toy photography to be honest oh, thank you <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, my connection to photography is no connection. At all? You don't do any photo portrait photography? Only family portraits of my nieces and nephews, or my godchild and son, um, or um, the wedding portrait for friends. Yeah. But only... I'm a little bit and I feel self-safe when I take photos of my family or my or close friends. If I should take pictures of people who are not so close to me, I'm totally under pressure. So I've only experienced this in, in a small area. And um, But I like to look at portraits of good-known photographers. Um, for example, one admire it's Annie Lubowitz. She um, did great, great portraits in my opinion. The Helen de Kölbe, it's, it's a German photographer. Yeah. Do you know her? No. no. So maybe I can introduce you a little bit. She's a great German photographer. She um, has a lot of series, but two were, uh, which are very impressive. One is she shows people in daily places yeah. and uh, on the opposite in their um, profession uniforms. You can see how the habitude of the person um, is um, totally different from private to profession. 
Oh, that's amazing. What an interesting idea. Oh, I would just. Oh. That's how uniforms um, make um, people. And she did another series, and then uh, where she had to look in um, the sleeping rooms of yeah. oh. different people. And it's, it's a portrait in a, in, a, in a private area. Yeah. But wow, it's, it's really impressive. In your photos, in your toy photos, you have these amazing focus on details. And the female miners is an, a great example of that. By putting these, I don't know, what did you use to make them black in the faces? Was it dust? I, I took um, coal. Yeah? Coal, real coal. Um, and um, I, uh, my first attempt, was um, to um, rub the head against the coal. I didn't know that the head is totally scratched after that. One of my most loved heads, so I had to buy, buy it a second time. I had to buy it. I'm not a patient person, so I, I tried. I tried what's in my mind, and after that I know, okay. After that the, didn't oh, work. <laughs> because I know, okay, that was broken. <laughs> and um, then I rubbed the coal against another coal. And when I take a brush, added the coal with the brush to the head. And that's, that's a better way. So it's only one head is, uh, which is uh, scratched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think it's so, that series, I. I, I love it, you know that. In Sweden we have this photographer called Sean Hermansson and he made a series of portraits of working men and you had the same kind of inspiration but from a po German point of view of a, this photographer doing coal mining portraits and then you put that idea through to the toys and made them so come alive. Yes, I, I want to take portraits of a group of uh, people, female miners and um, my process was, I uh, put a brick on the table, I took a grey-black background because I thought that would be um, perfect for miners because they are working. And then I put my camera on the tripod and um, added some daylight and artificial light. And um, then I, I'm looking for uh, the tops of the figures and I thought, okay, black tops, it must, must be black tops because they are working with coal and it's black all around them. But that it would be nice if it's not only black, maybe I find uh, some top, um, tops uh, with um, grey lines, so I'm looking for that. Then I... And I looked for the heads and I interesting expressions, facial expressions. Um, so that was the next step. Then I added the code and then I, I looked and yeah, I, I looked for the heads uh, um, because I don't want to have them all the same heads. I, I want to give give them a, a personality. Yeah. And the heads and in combination with the um, face, they they build a personality in my opinion. And um, then I took the pictures. I took them in um, in color. 
uh, but in my mind they are uh, black and white and uh, when I edited them at the end and they became uh, black and white and, and yeah maybe there will be another series because um, it's, it's very easy to uh, photograph them you have to look for the exact right position that uh, they fit together in a, in a grid and that's all yeah, I love it. I think you should do a Dolly Parton <laughs> challenge. <laughs> For those who doesn't know what a Dolly Parton challenge is, I suggest you Google it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, you should do. You should do more portraits. I would love to see a series of portraits. With I would love to see a, a paraphrase of the the work that we talked about just a moment ago, where you do the. Uh, the uniform compared with the ordinary days the person i would love to see you do more portraits of toys because there's something really unique in in getting life to a figure that is all plastic and really have no feelings to portray others than the face but you do it with a subtlety and with a expert of light so i would love to see more if i could wish for something i would wish for for more portraits from astrid <laughs> yeah but there is another thing but now i listened through the podcast that you did with james you talked a lot about your father or you didn't talk a lot about your father you mentioned mentioned him as part of your your work with toys and and i know that you were kind of doing or at least uh, thinking about and started sketching on this project uh, that's more biographic or autobiographic would you could you tell me more about that yes of course um yes my father the best man in my life that's that's right and i talk about him every time i can talk about him <laughs> yeah i love that i love that section in the podcast i love the way you talk about your father it makes me re realize the way i have the same relationship i have with my father he's really important in my life so so i can, can connect with that yes, and, and that's all my toys i've bought all my toys from uh, with his uh, money and every time i i i pick up a figure, um, I think, oh, yes, yeah, yes, that was, he gave you the money and you go to the toy shop and, yeah, that's great, I love it. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in part of a small photo group, we are five people yep. and three women, and um, we are working on uh, one theme in this year that uh, everybody interpretates the scene totally different and at the end of the process we will um, have a book on Ausstellung. Um, yeah, uh, exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know at least so much German. <laughs> we will have a book or an exhibition we don't know and, and we opened uh, the whole place for biography, autobiography or not, and um, we are talking about what uh, influences um, our biography. I want to take a series, and yeah. my first thought was, oh, it, that must be toys, and uh, I, want to, I want to work with toys, and my head was, um, I don't know, I had no thought, everything, my head was empty. 
I I talked a lot about friends. Mm-hmm. It's my normal way to get inspired. <laughs> <laughs> to talk and about so, it. Now I I have a little door that opened because I know I will I will take old pictures, pictures who document my life, but yeah. I begin with old, black and white pictures, and I um, will create, a, make a sculpture, and yeah. I, it's like a, a base of fundament, it's the German word, it's like the base of my life. Yeah. Then, but I will show that I'm much more than this, um, than this uh, base. I will pictures and I will hang, I will um, let them on the top and they should be um, great and take a lot of um, space so they are larger and the first slide than the base and step three I will take pictures and my dear my best friend and Thank you, Friar, for that. If you hear that, thank you so much for that. I will um, print a picture. Um, maybe I lived in um, where I lived in the first years of my life when I was told about, and then I will pick uh, uh, put a minifigure or my tiny people in this boat, and they will go into the world. So I will um, work on biography, autobiography. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds amazing. What an interesting project. And you, you, you are in the beginning, but you have come a really far way to, in the process to, to getting the idea that you're going to work around. Do you know how many images you think it will be in the end? No, I don't know because I guess it will be a process and um, in my mind it will be, uh, I think I will take pictures over one to three years. It will yeah. be a great, um, great uh, project. Yeah, my, my experience is when I begin this, when I look at the end of the process, all the pictures, the beginning, it's the beginning. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, I, I bring to life, they, they will, which will be in the book or in the uh, exhibition. These are, they, they developed. And I don't know. I love my way because I, I know I will have a lot of experiences between this way. And then I will see what I have at the end. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, will you share images during the process or will it be all on your own and then when you have the final results you will share it online or how is the, how do you, how will you work around, will you show or won't you show? Oh, I'm not sure about that because um, if I like a picture very much, I will share. If I'm not sure about the picture, I, I won't share. Uh, that will be, be part of the process. I'm, I'm not sure what I will do. It's, uh, it's open. It's, it's all as my projects are. If I start with a project and I know that will, um, that will be, I will be in this project for many years. Yeah. So you, so you can't really say you. It will 
fall on your heart. If you like it a lot, you will, will share it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and it means a lot for me because it's, it's a part of myself. When I, when I, maybe I will share it. Maybe I will share it not because it's too private. I don't, yeah. At the end of the process, I'm, I'm sure I, I will share all of these pictures in a book or in an exhibition or on Instagram or something else because I love to share my work. Why do you love sharing your work? Why, why do you think it's important to you to share your work? Um, I love to share my work because others share their work and I love to see their work and their work inspires me. So why not inspire other people with my work? Oh, that's amazing. I love that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Okay, I also love when someone says, oh, I like this one, or as you, oh, the miners are great, it's a great series, go on. Yeah, but that's, that's not, that was in the beginning my my motivation to show my work, but not, but not now. Now I'm on a break on Instagram. I have a break on Instagram for yeah. two months, I think. Maybe it will be another month or another two months. I don't know. Uh, you know how long do I need this break? And yeah, now we talk about all the process in this time without a social media, and I need this free free time from uh, uh, social media to get get inspired and to have new ideas and to build my own project and to start to work again and if when I start to work when I start to take pictures for this biography project I'm sure I will be on Instagram again but not with these pictures because I have made about 10 pictures was getting around in the last two months so I have a lot of pictures to show yeah normally I don't show my actual work the podcast announcing you monthly theme then I will take a picture monthly <laughs> theme <laughs> 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 or brings out a new um, challenge so to I'm... be part of the community you will share your share a picture yeah. but otherwise you will be quiet yeah yeah quiet or it's only if I if I like to share. I don't like to share every day or because the sharing stuff because it can get like a work doing Instagram and just sharing and sharing and sharing. So so yeah. I think it's good to hear that you have this kind of a, a break for it, just to know when you want to go back and see if you you will join the community, but it isn't shouldn't be a work. When I look at your work, as I have said several times during this talk, I see this really skilled photographer. But I don't think you're a photographer as a profession. You're a teacher, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, how did you master the skills? Um, how did I learn? Yes, as I mentioned, I'm part of and we are talking about um, photography, we are talking about uh, other photographers, we are talking about our own photos. So there, there's our own pictures, I would say our own pictures. There are a lot of um, discussion 
about photography. That's one. When I get a new camera, I sit down and explore everything. Immediately. I read the manual and uh, practice. That's it's a wonderful part of, of a new era. You do you like that, reading the yeah, instruction and trying stuff. I hate that. Because <laughs> I'm excited. What can I do? I know if I, when I bought my Canon, uh, full, frame, uh, full frame camera too, uh, I bought it uh, because I want to take double exposure pictures. And yeah. this yeah. is the only camera I know at that time who, who can do this and um, I had a lot of fun to ex, um, explore that and I, I did double exposure for a long time and maybe in my and if I'm annoyed by something I have to change the conditions if I repeatedly miss something to hang up my props mm. I miss something on the left and on the right side on my table um, where I can lean my cardboard. So, but, but in conclusion, Christina, most of the time I have no desire to try my technical details. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I'm only interested in technical details if I need an effect for a new picture. And then, or if I can't tell my story without this technique. And then, I learned this. If, if it's not... Um... Yeah, to, to conclude then, you I know that you got the, the most difficult question in the beginning when you got my email. I would love to hear you define your own style. What would you say that you as a photographer do? And what's... Um, what is it? What is it? What? Why? Why do you do photography at all? Why? Why is it? What's the itch? I love to tell stories, and so I'm not a photo taker, but a photo maker. I guess that's really important. And um, I'm I'm a creative person. I'm a florist, so I love to combine. Uh, daily life plots, flowers and something else with toys and uh, I love to design a picture so that's why that's because I'm a florist and a creative people and I, in the bottom of my heart I'm an optimist and I always I'm always looking for the right side of life and the goodness of life and I love to smile and love to see others smile well, we talked about that and if you ask me if my glass is half full or half empty, it's always half full. I'm always looking for the right side of life. So um, that, that's why I take pictures with, with this uh, sense of life. And I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm young at heart. <laughs> so that's why I, I love toys and story, storytelling with toys. And, I, I, I think in pictures every day. I, I have pictures the whole day. There are pictures in my head. You can't imagine. Uh, I have so much stress. <laughs> so I need an outlet, and um, toys are the perfect creative outlet because they can do all 
what I can't do or I can't make them uh, things. That's why I, I photograph. I want to um, show my my feelings and my style is definitely um, bright, colorful, yeah. details, um, focused, really focused, uh, often, um, um, no, every time, clearly designed, well arranged. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, in control. In control, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's it, that's my style. Yeah, and I think it, it sums up what I see in your photography, this cleverness, surprise, imagination, fun, and really bright, happy times. And uh, and uh, I love the way you inspires me to look at photography, especially toy photography, as something that you really can work out clues and smart ideas. And I, I love the way you perfect the, the lightning I, I would love to master the the art of studio lighting the way you do Astrid Thank you and so yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm 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 always so impressed when I looked at you look at your work I can see this is a person that has so much technical skills she knows what she's doing and she knows what her goal is and she's going for it and I love that if people want to find you online, where do they find you, Astrid? My, I, I get my only online presence at the moment is Instagram. And yep. so my handle is um, hi.light, H-E-Y dot L-I-G-H-T, highlight. Hey, light. In Swedish, it's almost like, hey, it sounds it's, good. It's, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a light. <laughs> it's really, uh, uh, really, it's so beautiful. I love your your uh, nickname. It's amazing. It's so right for you as well. Hey, light. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a part of uh, of light. That's photography and my name. And I'm part of the Miwi community of toy photographers. But you can see my pictures on Instagram. One social media is enough for me. Yeah, and you should uh, look up uh, Astrid's Instagram. It's amazing. There's so much clever photography there. So dive into it, get inspired, see what she does, and actually dive through it. And I think and I hope that you have gotten some clues on her inspirational journey to do images by me talking to her. And uh, by this, I will say thank you for being my guest, Astrid. It was been, has been an honor to have you as a guest. <laughs> Christina, it was an honor on my side. And it was such a great pleasure to talk to you. And uh, you, yeah, that was perfect. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you, Astrid. And uh, I'll be back in a month with a new guest. <laughs> or maybe we'll be Astrid again. We'll see. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening. You can find new episodes of this podcast and articles on creativity and toy photography on our website, toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star review. That will help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers, on Twitter at Toy Photo Blog, and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. But if you really want to connect with us, check out our MeWe community. You can find the link to it in the show notes for this episode and on the blog. This week's show is produced by Shelley Corbett and Christina Alexanderson. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org, and our podcast editor is Josh Kittleson. I'm James Garcia. You can find me on Instagram at TheRealJames23. For everyone here at Toy Photographers, thanks for listening. See you next time.